Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Heads and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're going to take about 20 minutes to talk about <laughs> the Mouth of the Abyss, Kogma, who was released June 24th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, there was so much to consume <laughs> here, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, typical Void champs, I guess. Yeah, he is part of kind of an exclusive club. There's very few like this, but um, not only does he have a short bio, he has no short stories, (laughs) including short stories that other people have where he's just a part of. He's just not a part of. Um, he's just, he's there. Maybe. Know. Is he? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, at least Kha'Zix, you know, he was ki- kind of in that one, for sure. He's very Cho'Gath in that way. Even his yes. old lore, yeah. he doesn't really have anything, like, going on. Like, there's no Journal of Justice stuff that's terribly interesting. I know he shows up a few times, but even that's, like, whatever. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it anyway, because it's right? all we've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, on the universe page, he has... A bio. And a hell of a bio at that, right? Hell of a bio. (laughs) I didn't even like I don't remember it. I read it. I think the bio was Cogmas from the Void and he likes to eat things. That's was that kind of just it was three point six two five Heimers. So I mean there was a lot to cover there. I can't believe he still has more than Heimerdinger. I mean I guess technically Heimerdinger has more short story. Yeah. True. Yeah, maybe maybe the Heimer system is is starting to become like we have to we need a more advanced measuring system, but um <laughs> yeah, the other thing that's weird about the bio is that like half of it's about Malzahar. Like the first paragraph is yeah. just all about Malzahar. And then it's like, oh, and by the way, Kogma, I guess kind of came out too. <laughs> Kogma <laughs> likes them real good. You uh yeah. you sometimes see people not starring in their own short stories, but man, not starring in your own bio, that's a rough hit. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> I think because, like, Cho'Gath kind of had that, but at the very least, some of Cho'Gath's was like, oh, here's the idea of the Void, right? And he probably was the first Void champion ever. So I was like, okay, you got to explain that idea a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, Malzahar is, right? It's like another champion entire- <laughs> entirely <laughs> that's taken up the marquee. So I mean, I think I think what it was is Kogma is drawn to Malzahar and wants to eat him, mm-hmm. which is fine. There could be something fun to explore there. I mean, does he want to eat him though, or is I don't he know just if he drawn wants to, to eat him. him? I don't know. According He's like a dog takes a shell. <laughs> who knows what'll happen when the two meet? Yeah, yeah. Know. If we look at like, if we look at the Journal of Justice, which we might as well, because <laughs> fuck it, right? It's essentially the same thing going on. It's. I got the sense of he's more like uh He's like the lassie to to Malzahar's Timmy, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a I love loyal, that. 
Yeah. He's the Which, puppy right? of the void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what's frustrating about Kogma is that, you know, whereas Cho'Gath is like, okay, you gotta do more work to figure him out. Like, Kogma's got a really simple thrust that could be a lot of fun. Like, you know, for these weird monstrous things and this weird crazy void cultist, giving him a cute little kind of lapdog puppy that follows him around wagging its weird tail is like, great, <laughs> that's tons of fun. But they just don't do anything with it. He's just been left in the dusty cupboard. They're just they're just waiting for the big void event. The big and void then event. They're all gonna yep. have updated bios. Yep. Oh, we're ready for the big game. <laughs> big game's on the way. The big game. <laughs> we did skip the most important part though and just jumped into the bio. Oh Which the impressions. Impo- yeah. Oh my god, I didn't Oh shit. What? You didn't have one? Wow, this I've been is weird. so good. John, shut up. <laughs> Here, I'll do it while I you, you, you wrote one that. down for you. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot, but here, I'll, I'll kick us off. He goes, All right. <laughs> That's what I was going to do because that was the only thing I could think of for Kogma. <laughs> All right, your turn. Feeding time. That was That's what you wrote. It sounded just like him. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote feeding time, and I only know one champ that says that. <laughs> Want meat. That's good. Yeah. Oh. He sounds Time kind of like a more feast. guttural golem, in a way. Oh, he mm. kind of does. Sure, yeah. Oh. yeah. No, uh, but, I mean... Yeah. Those, for the record, those were his three quotes that we went over just now. Those were all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. So, the, the bio, I did write... Uh, uh, we didn't mention who wrote it because who the fuck knows this is way <laughs> before they credited authors and Grandfather they certainly haven't rewritten it um, <laughs> one thing I liked there was like one line in it that was written in a very um, in a very kind of like hitchhiker's way that I appreciated and like oh. none of the rest was but <laughs> uh, the most com- this was talking about like him just swallowing an entire group of people whole one after the other. Mm. The most composed of his victims may have had time to wonder if this was due to the caustic enzymes which stung the grounds as they dripped from his gaping mouth, although such musings were abruptly concluded. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, it he was also... just essentially swallowing people and uh, so many people that it was far greater than the size of his little little voidling belly. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't it say, like, contrary to, like, physics and spatial relations, he's still able to swallow? It's like a whole group of nomads or whatever. Right. Damn. See, there's, like, a fun there's like a fun idea that could you could play with with Kog'Ma. That's the thing where it's, like, I can think of what a Kog'Ma story could look like. Uh, he, just needs, he just needs a little love, you know? He just needs someone to adopt him, right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like Malzahar. Yeah. Or Zoe. Oh, Skipping God. ahead to the Arcanist AU. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, it took me a minute to figure out where you're going with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his that's 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 his bio. That's all there is. And there's no short stories at all. Uh, yeah. But I can go through differences between his current bio. <laughs> really, buddy? <laughs> Sorry, your cat started clawing at the rug. Uh, <laughs> current bio and old bio. There's... Uh, a one line difference but it's pretty important oh what's that one (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) 
When the wake of catastrophe reached the Institute of War, an enthusiastic Malzahar greeted him with an enticing prospect. Taste the best Runeterra could offer on the fields of justice. Which champion do you think tastes the best? Oh, fuck. Lollipoppy. <laughs> I mean, if we're that's going real... for skins, then any of the you know big candy ones, ones. That's yeah, yeah that's pretty good. The the non AU champions, which tastes the best. Do you think Iron tastes Willem? like a salad or something? Willem? Sure. Mm, I, I don't know. He's probably got a good haunch. He's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just I feel like he's like could... a burger. <laughs> cut a little Fizz yeti, maybe yeti back. Fishy. <laughs> Fizz. It's like I'm in a sushi mm. roll. Maybe Yumi. I don't know. A cat? She's just a cat. Magic cat. <laughs> you know, when I get into, like, when I play, like, by myself, I always put questions like that into chat to kind of break the ice and get people... Oh, really? I'm going to start asking that. Which champion <laughs> would be the go, best to eat? Which champion tastes the best? You're going to get a lot of dirty jokes there. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. Mama Renata. Yeah. Mm. Which... Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Zach is, like, like sucking down an oyster or... Ooh, it's like a giant loogie. <laughs> that's Probably. what I think oysters are. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Would not eat. Zero out of ten. <laughs> a question what I asked a lot like is a who Slurpee? do you... Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, he probably would. Oh, is who do you think would be the best plumber? Zach gets a, a big answer for a lot of that. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, Echo certainly has the, the, the know-how, but it's like, you know, he's also just off inventing... <laughs> things that you no longer need plumbing echo's too good to be a plumber yeah that's a job Timer for mario sometimes mario. <laughs> you know that league champion mario Which is not to say that plumbing is not a very respectable profession yeah it's true. sure but you know uh echo did kind of invent time travel so <laughs> so he can fix he can fix the clog before it even happens <laughs> Now, uh, Kogma does show up in four issues of oh, the shit. Journal of Justice. He's you know? just in the background, I assume? Uh, well, he is one of the kind of main characters in issue two, the article titled Unavoidable oh, Musing why? by L.B. Brist. <laughs> Did you Brist. write this one? Hmm? <laughs> Did you write know, this right? one? <laughs> no, this one was in fact written by Alex Yee, executive oh, wow. producer of RK. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he started. So if you want to see his humble beginnings, <laughs> unavoidable musings from issue two of the Journal of Justice. Uh, so this is a story that basically talks about how the Void is probably just fake news since there's no proof that it exists and the champions that claim to be from there are probably just weirdos from Valoran. Uh, LB interviews Kogma and Chogath, but says their comments were tantamount to projectile vomit, both in eloquence and relevance. Also, literally. Mm. Uh, the only useful information he got was from Cassidin, who basically said that Chogath and Kogma were not to be trusted. Can't trust that huh. projectile. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust a thing they say. Now he shows up in issue four, the mailbag of justice. Someone asks, what's so legendary about Akathia? Why do so many explorers go there risking their lives? And there were a few interesting things about this. Uh, one of the quotes from the answer says, The past five rune wars did much to destroy whatever civilization existed there before our current enlightened age. 
I had no clue there were five fucking rune wars. Damn. I didn't either. I thought it was just one big, one big rune one? war. I guess, we, yeah, I guess we do call them the rune wars, though. I which guess. is There's at least five of them. I mean, there's a lot of runes. Maybe there's one war for each rune. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't but know. But there's six r- runes, so beware. Yeah, Another know, right? one's coming. <gasps> Uh, and then they also say with league champions such as Cho'gath, Kog'Maw, and Malzahar claiming to originate from Akathia, we're forced to face our true lack of knowledge I do know one thing when three beings exist in the league from a place we know nothing about we'd better start learning about it as quickly as possible makes sense not all hot takes about this do make sense as we'll get into in one of the other articles oh, okay. go on Issue 21. This is the one where Mal's and Cassidy were found fighting and gave us those great Mal's mm. and Cassidy mug shots. <laughs> uh, and they say League sages were alerted to the situation when Kogma fled the Institute, wailing. Kogma supervised at all times for the protection of the world rune and rune Terrans. Uh, League High Counselor Haywin Relavash explained in an emergency press assembly. Our adjudicators were prepared to suppress him, but he displayed no aggressive behavior nor any visible objection to their presence. Since Kogma's origins are a matter of great interest, the abjudicators were instructed to observe and only interfere if necessary. We're uncertain whether Kogma was beckoned by Malzahar or whether he was simply aware that Malzahar was in trouble, but he led the abjudicator straight to the scene of the incident. Telling you, like he's Lassie. little boy Lassie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Malzahar is stuck in a portal. Come quick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Old Demacia's on fire? <laughs> and then finally, issue 28, the mailbag of justice. This is the one where summoners like, uh, yo, Cassidy can't really be the only one fighting the void, right? This seems like a big problem. And then the person responding just uh, gaslights them into thinking there is no void or no void threat mm. <laughs> and that the void doesn't exist. Okay. I think I'm, this yeah, I think I remember talking about this one. Yeah. Right? Another hot take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we went over that bit for the Caston episode, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. those are all of his appearances in the Journal of Justice. <laughs> You mean like a sting. Right. Now, <laughs> we mentioned there are no short stories at all, because Void Champ. He's in one cinematic, kind of. <laughs> it's his tongue. Uh, Return to the Stars, the TFT mid-set launch trailer. What a what a pick. I don't I don't I don't know it, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, he uh and it's it's technically not even his base skin. It's his uh, battle mecha mecha tech mech mech battle mecha metal skin. I love robot. those skins. Throw up ro- <laughs> ro- robot. <laughs> Robo. <laughs> uh, he does have one quote actually that potentially, I guess, uh, drives forward the void threat or the void event further than almost any other champion. Oh. He- Terror coming. Daddy coming. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> He's got that quote. You know. Why? Uh... So we don't know whether Daddy's spearheading the void invasion or just a part of it. Maybe. Or he's maybe... having a very exciting evening. 
Oh, I mean, I guess that's true too. <laughs> it was a more innocent time. They didn't know what we were going to do to those words and how we were going <laughs> to. In particular, the word "daddy," which we yeah. really ruined for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I think people thought this was Chogath for a time. Um, it's not. It's it's so unclear. It's so vague. Like who knows, right? Or is it some other greater void thing that's going to come out? Who knows? Maybe it's that one that alien soul sensed when. He was oh. sealing shit. I hope they had it all planned from all the way back then. <laughs> 20, 2010. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, now, is part of a lot of AUs. The first one, uh, in, unless we have, I, I, I don't want to just jump to AUs. Do we have other canon Cogma <laughs> stuff that we want to so go much. over before we hop in? Um. I guess the only thing is that it's a little... I get, like, why he does what he does for gameplay purposes, um, but it does kind of run contrary to everything. Like, he's someone who wants yes. to eat everything, but he throws everything up. It's like... Yes. I get it. I'm... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All of his quotes are about eating. All of his abilities just have to do with his caustic stomach acid. 100% yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. He has no... He does not eat anything. Ever. Mm-mm. Yeah. And Joe does. That's so like Tom Kench. Knows. Tom Kench. That should be Tom Kench's lore. Honestly, yeah, yeah. We have a lot I of, know. you know, eating champions. Do yeah. We? Well, Chogath. Chogath. Tom Tom's. Kench eats. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kogma says he eats, but but he, he doesn't just, really. He's he just front really. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to be like Daddy. Yeah, honestly, right. Kogma <laughs> <laughs> really wrote that bio. <laughs> Maybe Kogma's the opposite. He really wants to be Cho'Gath, but all he can do is throw up. Oh, damn. And he's so mm-hmm. sad. Deep. He just wants to eat, but he can't. Because <laughs> he like has a, a stomach bug. <laughs> he is a stomach bug. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh. I got nothing else. <laughs> all right. A use it is. First one is Battlecast. That's that one I couldn't think of the name of. The Battle. Glorious Revolution is here. Assembling an army of machines with living brains, Victor marches against the combined forces of his enemies with only a scrappy human-led resistance keeping him from total world domination. This one's Battlecast Kogma. Mass-produced artillery units based on the now-extinct Kogma organism, Victor has invented an ingenious shell delivery system best appreciated from about 100 miles away. The latest design's maximum range. Hmm. Now, this is actually... This is a surprisingly recurring theme that pops up in a few of his AUs of Kogma being one of several Kogmas. Oh! Oh, interesting. It's weird. It is hmm. weird. Hmm. Yeah, I was wondering what they were going to do because the AUs are usually like, it's the same, but in space. So is it just <laughs> like he eats things, but in a forest? Sometimes. <laughs> I guess I guess that's kind of a, a thing, too, is that like, because there they really honed in on the artillery thing, when, you know, his ultimate, mm. which is also like another weird kind of like aspect of like this idea of living artillery, right? Which could be cool, yeah. but it, it's also something that doesn't like show up at all in his... his his lore or whatever right Right. he's just very dis the game is just so disparate from like anything about how they describe him almost you know (laughs) yeah he needs some love yeah and then he shows up in cats versus dogs set in a world where cats and dogs reign each of the champions represent an opposing faction battling against each other and this one is pugma 
Pugma is a nine-month-old purebred pup with a sweet disposition and possibly some sort of salivary problem. Great with children and pets, highly food-motivated. Has eaten three action figures and one doll. Approach with extreme caution. The best skin. And yeah. also part of the toy box AU because he's eaten all them toys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just I like like, this can't one. get over. Yeah. Can't get over how he barks with the it's W. It's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one... They they ran they ran with the lassie bit on this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. why not? This, right. This is what Malzahar sees when he looks at Kogma. <laughs> oh, that would be cute, right? Like, wouldn't it be <laughs> cute to have Malzahar like, oh, he's petting Kogma's little you little scamp, <laughs> and he's just like burbling out just acid and shit. Like, <laughs> right? It could be a lot of fun. And then he feeds him an arm from one of his enemies. <laughs> <You> got it. <laughs> he gives him a little milk bone, but it's like an actual like human bone. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I need that cinematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he's part of Arcanist in a fantasy setting where each champion is either a wizard or a witch or a familiar. And this is Arcanist Kogma, the diminutive familiar of famed sorcerer. Kogma was mistreated and neglected <sighs> for years as his master pursued the arcane arts. Thanks to a chance meeting with Zoe, he was released from servitude to travel the land with her ultimately enrolling in the same school Zoe technically attends. And there's a cinematic to go along with this one. Oh. Both oh. In, called The Unlikely Companions. Uh, basically, it's just got Zoe traveling, and then Kogma appears to jump out of a tree and kind of try to attack her, but then they become traveling buddies to go fight the dark sorcerer Shaco. Cute. That's cute. They seem yeah. to like to kick him a lot in these AUs, though. Like, he's extinct in the, the Battlecast <laughs> one. Here he's been all mistreated. Like, you know, <laughs> I know kick the dog, but goddamn, holy shit. You think he's extinct here? Wait till we get to the Jurassic AU. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to make the joke because we're not actually going to get to the Jurassic oh, AU. He has no okay. uh, lore, was... but he does have a skin for it. Uh, now we've got Storybook, which is set in the world of classic stories and this one's caterpillar kogma kogma ever lost in thought sat upon his toadstool until he was famished wonderland is full of such delights he mused gulping down the toadstool entirely it would be a shame not to devour them all <laughs> like how you made him british <laughs> well because he's supposed to be the caterpillar from alice in wonderland yeah. mm. You gotta make him British. I forgot this skin existed. Likewise, yeah. Yeah, He's got a caterpillar and a butterfly skin. See, he's just missing a metapod skin. (laughs) Pardon. I was thinking monarch. Cogpod. (laughs) That's pretty good. And a surprising entry here. Okay. High noon. No, what? Kogma does not have a high noon At the height of the Industrial Revolution, travelers begin pouring into the untamed West, searching for fortune and prosperity among the unknown horrors of cruel and ancient worlds. It is a time of brave gunslingers and rotten scoundrels, inscrutable gods, and savage demons. And this one is Sonoran Kogma. Long considered a pest by frontier settlers, Kogma critters have been growing in number as more dangerous beasts are pushed to the brink of extinction. And they are very, very hungry. This is Red Kogma, right? This is like one yeah. of the Wait, OG skins. What? This was this was clearly one of those uh, oh. retroactively added to the AU ones for sure, because this was just one of those old 
recolor skin <laughs> recolor mm-hmm. skins chroma oh chroma kogma <laughs> yeah chroma's back when we charged full price for chromas mm-hmm. well what a that's so missing out i want to see kogma in a cowboy hat and when oh, he barfs man. up he says yeehaw instead. <laughs> that would be, I, I love it <laughs> Yeah. And the living artillery is kind of like Yosemite Sam. It's just like pew, 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 pew. Oh, man. That would be great. I would actually love that shit. It would be tons of fun. I do like the idea of there being a lot of Kog'Maws. I, I, frankly, I wish they would pull yeah. that into mainline lore. And he's just like a, maybe a little unique or something like that. Or the, the first one. I don't know. Yeah, but that would be, be fun. Uh, next we've got Snowdown Showdown. Set around the mythos and festivals of Runeterra's uh, time of Snowdown and real-world winter holiday festivals, most notably Christmas. Uh, all the champion skins are inspired by the regional or festive cultures, and Snowdown Showdown encompasses three major sub-themes. The general Snowdown Showdown, Snow Day, and Winter Wonderland. This one is Reindeer Kogma. <laughs> it is rumored that Kogma stole his glowing nose and deer antlers from a particularly adorable creature he devoured. Whether or not the theory is true... Kogma's now the most famous reindeer of all. <laughs> this is a cute one. I feel like this was like the Kogma skin for a while before he got like a bunch of good ones again. Yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of the best one for it a little was bit. the best one. I also just remember yeah. that his dance, he and uh, Sona would sing Silent Night together, right? Was yeah. it Silent Night? Yeah. Jingle yeah. Bells? Oh, Jingle Bells. No, you're right. It was Jingle yeah. Bells. Yeah. I think it's just called Silent Night Sona or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Written down here, actually. It's actually deck the halls. Oh fuck, we suck. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Christmas song we had. You it. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the she'll play on the etoile and then he'll sing. <laughs> I wish they did more things like that with skins in the same line. Yeah. Where if you got them together, they yeah, would this do was like specific early things. on. That yeah. They did this shit, and we don't see a lot of it. I mean, we see a million quotes when near other champions, but not we like don't weird see people finishing like... their songs. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it would be. I would love if Riot did more of these, just in general. Make skin lines, yeah. make it more fun when you've got like a bunch of people all playing the same skin. You know, like have them yeah. link up in some cool way. It make it probably make people buy them more too. Sometimes mm-hmm. if like their it two would. friends have the same skin, they're like, "Well, I gotta get it from that skin line." Especially given that we now have three in-game bands <laughs> yeah and like outside of that you also have more musical champions having been like you've got bard has been added since then um seraphine has been added since then you've got a lot of people whose music is kind of central to their theme because some more collaborative music skins up in here they did it for <laughs> tft even oh really they, they released a bunch of little legends um that did like music things like the the one that i use in aram where he starts wailing on the guitar if you do a chonk then they play on their stomach like doom, doom, ka, doom, ka, doom, ka. <laughs> and if you do it at the same time all three of them together you've got a bassist a drummer and a guitarist who all play a song together that's dope it doesn't yeah. even have to be music. It could be you could just play with think like Zaya and Rakan having a, a duo recall, right? Like just there's a million things you could do where people are like of a same skin line and doing stuff together. But I would love like a pentakill battle of the bands versus like <laughs> like a true damage or just who the fuck knows, like right? KDA, right? Yeah, that'd great, be yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. 
Uh, so next up we got Forgotten Depths, where each skin represents a legend of the deep, similar to the tall tales of the deep sea. And this one is Deep Sea Kogma. Perhaps my old mind was <laughs> deceived by the fury of the storm. Yet as we sank, I glimpsed a field of light beneath the waves. A thousand eyes of wicked alabaster. They were dark things, tearing into the flesh of our crew as if all they knew was hunger. <laughs> Black like a doll's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left but the screaming and the biting. <laughs> Need the... the... Yeah. <laughs> Some Jaws references for any of the kids uh, out there. <laughs> but yeah, another one where there's lots of cogmas. This is the angler fish one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of eggs here. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Oh. I couldn't tell though if they were his eggs or eggs he was about to eat. And they yep. were someone else. It could be both. It could eggs. be both, yeah. Fair. Right. <laughs> uh, now we've got Hex. Hex. Oh, I said hex sex. <laughs> That's Ooh-hoo. not what it is. <laughs> Daddy coming indeed. Now at the forefront of science and art, hex tech <laughs> has evolved from its rudimentary beginnings into a modern renaissance of intricate artificial life forms capable of free will. Skilled artificers lead the medium into a bold new future, but what it will bring, none can say. This one is Hextech Cogma. A newer Hextech innovation, Cogma constructs are available as pets for wealthy families, delighting Piltover's upper crust with their friendly demeanor and intricately complex design. Though living things, they are viewed among the well-to-do as little more than status symbols. Hmm. It's weird that even in this one, they kept up the idea of being a, a bunch of Kog'Maws. They really yeah. like this idea. Maybe they're going to do it when we get the you know the proper Kog'Maw lore, which we're definitely going to get, right? <laughs> this right? year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come with the Void event. It's going to be the like... Void event that's this year. Massive mm-hmm. Cho'Gath stories. And this is the time, everyone. <laughs> believers. <laughs> void believers everywhere. Uh God, we sound like we're rooting for NA at Worlds. It's our year, man. Mm. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. That hopium and copium hitting hard. <laughs> yep. Uh, now we've got bees! Oh, my. Set in a world where champions are bees, dressed as bees, or beekeepers. Now, which skin is this? Bee maw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the only lore here is Snowballing Lane won't bring back your precious honey. Wow, really? <laughs> wow. I like this one because he's like actually a bee. Most of the other skins like they're dressed as bees, but Kogma's just a big ass bee. Just a big ass old bee. <laughs> that bumble. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, last up, Lunar Revel. The Lunar Revel is an event based on the Lunar New Year in the Asian Lunar Calendar. And this one is Line Dance Kogma. It is unclear if Kogma even understands what Lunar Revel is, but someone seems to have painted him for it. <laughs> that person has presumably been eaten and digested, but Kogma does look very festive. Man, he stood still long enough to get painted, though, huh? Yeah, he knew what was up. Well, I mean, he's very quick, apparently. I remember this being one of the first skins released that, like, I wrote, like, that had different 
textures and everything for the abilities because oh, they're like yeah. fireworks, the fireworks and stuff. Fireworks, very And cool. I was like, oh shit! You know, it's so funny now because that like happens all the time. But that was a big deal then. <laughs> that was a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was exciting times. Yeah, it's still my my favorite Cogmoss skin because of that. Just like all the the fireworks popping off and stuff. It's it, it's really cemented <laughs> in my brain. It's like this is next level. This is a skin right here. <laughs> Now this is cog racing. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) All right, that's it for the AUs, and that's it for John's jokes. Ha ha! That's what you think. I've got so many fun facts. (laughs) Are there any jokes in them? I'll I'll think of something. Okay. Sure. No pressure. Figure it out. Make me laugh. Okay. Cogma, more like. Cock ma, am I right? Ew, John. It's funny because he said cock. <laughs> Thank you. Daddy's coming. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so Cogma is voiced by Patrick Seitz, uh, who also voices Renekton. Oh, damn. And oh, wow. used to voice Lucian uh-uh. before Senna's release, at which point they re-recorded a bunch of Lucian stuff with an actual black voice actor. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Does any of the old VO stick around? Is it like a I mix? I don't know. I'm hmm. curious. I wouldn't recognize because I don't really play Lucian. I'd be curious to hear them lined up side by side, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. I've heard some of the Lucian's new voice lines. It sounds like Lucian, so I mean, it's pretty yeah. seamless, I feel like. Uh, his dance is the Michigan J. Frog dance from One Froggy Evening. Or if you're unfamiliar with that reference, as it's probably more commonly known, the Hello My Baby, Hello My Honey dance that's referenced in the Spaceballs alien scene. I, I don't remember that still, but I will hello, say I'm looking my at... Baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my rock-time girl. I haven't seen it in like 15 years or so, but I read that as Michael J. Frog at first <laughs> instead of Michigan J. Frog from back here. I just saw like the M-I and then there was a J and there was an Whoa. F. So I was like, Michael J. Frog, John, you idiot. What a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't fucking... <laughs> anyway i don't think anyone's gonna get that space balls reference i'll be honest with you like i i just always think of the cartoon that's the thing right it's oh i've never seen cartoon. the cartoon but but that came out before space balls if you don't get the space balls reference how'd you get the cartoon one i guess that's Wait, fair like, i forgot that it's referenced in space balls oh i thought you meant there was a space balls cartoon i was like what i've never there seen there is there, and frankly. a space balls the breakfast cereal Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> and Spaceballs toilet paper. Let's just make more, more references balls, from the 80s references. or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, despite a Cathian surprise causing him to blow up, Kogma does actually have a normal death animation, which can only be seen when he's being revived by Chrono Shift or Guardian Angel. Neato. Mm. Mm. Uh a Cathian surprise is one of only three abilities that allow their casters to continue fighting after death, the others being death defied and glory and death. Or at least that's what the wiki would have you believe. Ooh. It hasn't been updated since Renata. <laughs> yeah. So now there's four. <laughs> You're on the cutting edge here. Yeah. You're in the hot goss. <laughs> <laughs> get on it, wiki. Right. I know wiki's publicly editable, so I could get on it, but I didn't. <laughs> Uh, Kogma is the only Void-related champion without Void in his title. Oh. They'll change oh, yeah. that. What's his title again? I, I forgot already. Mouth um, of the Abyss. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. 
mouth you can of tell the void. He's old. Yeah, the void of the void. Yeah, because he would be mouth of the void these days, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. for sure. Although, mm-hmm. what is Cho'Gath? He's like the something of the void. What is he? <sighs> the something. The mouth the void. of the void. Mm-hmm. Appetite of the void. The void. Big Daddy. boy of the void. Big boy of the void. I like <laughs> yeah, that. I like that one. <laughs> Big boy void. <laughs> uh. Kogma was the first champion to have a joke animation and not just joke voiceover. Oh, damn. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ter- uh, Cho'Gath is the terror of the void. Fuck. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. He's scurry. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> <It's gilly. laughs> um, I'll skip this next one because we talked about it already. Uh, <laughs> he was given a uh, retexture and uh, new features as a monster called the Scary Spitty Monster in the Invasion Game Mode, and his animations were reused for the Arc Raptor and Skitter Break monsters in the Odyssey Extraction Game Mode. Huh. Neat. Interesting. <laughs> I guess he's like a really good little monster um, model or whatever. Like he just is, he reads super like ooh little monster you want to squish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And. Uh, last one, I guess. We talked about that other one, too. Um, there's a Helmet Bro sighting in his base splash. Mm-hmm. About to get eaten. Or having I mean, just been eaten. Yeah. That's kind of how I read it, because it's, it's, it's just like the helmet. Oh, is it just the helmet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like half the Helmet Bro sightings are just, just the helmets. helmets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just spotting helmets at this point. It's not even Maybe people. it's just like, like, you know how in Skyrim that like first helmet you see is just everywhere? Maybe it's like that. I think you mean that Helmet Bro is also in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's just one... There's just one helmet, bro. He just can't stay dead. And that's canon, because there's... How many did we say? There was a lot of animations. I was surprised about helmet, bro. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, like, Ooh. the community one? Like, the little... Yeah. Yeah, it's just a... I, mean, I don't know, something like 20. Maybe 20 is too high. At least 10 animations about helmet, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think if they had the time and the, the resources, they would have one for every champion. There's as many helmet bros as there are champions that need to kill somebody. <laughs> uh, kind of excited to do, like, the helmet bro bonus episode now. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be Which will surprisingly have way more lore <laughs> than Kog'Maw. Right? And every other fucking boy champion, except maybe mm-hmm. Kai'Sa, but... Is she even a Void champion? Like, let's come on. Right, let's, that's like, right. that's it. I mean, she's never even been to the Void, so... Well, no. Poser. <laughs> the Underground isn't the Void. Oh. There's mm. just Void creatures kind of, that came from the Void to the area where she lived. She's never been there. She doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. She, she does talk about the Void like she knows, though. Like I said, she's just she's just a poser. She's just hoping nobody gonna call her out on her bullshit, you know. Hmm. Mm. All right. Any That's final Cogma thoughts on this really short episode? I mean, we 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 stretched it like like laughing Kathy, man. I know, I know. I mean, he's just he's a champion who doesn't need a lot of lore, but could use more than this, like Kazix, you know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kazix even I was. I thought it was like 85% of the way there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kogma is like has 5%. I don't know. It doesn't need <laughs> a lot. But yeah. I think he's like, negative, he's like negative 5 because right. they need to start over. 
<laughs> that's true. <laughs> they need to delete Be- it first. Because what little lore they do have also basically completely contradicts his, his in-game shit. So <laughs> they are they are kind of negative at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it would be a lot of fun to yeah like just jettison him eating things right and just mm-hmm. have it be that he's like a, a lovable adorable little puppy who just happens when he wants to go lick your face it also kind of melts off onto his tongue right yeah and that would be tons of fun i would love to see mm-hmm. like a little kid adopt kogma right and, and then, then just, die jesus well, mark maybe at the end maybe <laughs> just like i'd oh, love to I see adopt- a little kid adopt kogma and then have their face melted off or like, well. you know, the neighborhood pets go missing, right? You know, just like, but but little old Cog is like, oh, he's, he's kind of... <laughs> so you want like more Mundo dead children? Style. <laughs> you know, it could be fun. There's enough deaths to go around. I do like the Mundo style idea. Yeah. Right, get get Birch on this rewrite, y'all. Ooh. Get him back in. Who, who did we say that they put him on recently that was a, a bad choice for Birch? Oh. It was like oh. an uninteresting Gosh. one. Gosh. really weird. I'm trying to remember. It was a weird pick. I remember we didn't care for it. It wasn't Jace. It was after Jace. I don't remember. No, it was much more recent than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, get him back. I don't even know if he still writes say, for Riot. <laughs> still writes uh, for, yeah. But get him back. Have him redo Kogma. We need him. <laughs> he's, he's chopping put, put, wood. Put up the birch signal. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's like chopping wood signal. in the forest. It's like, we got a, one more job. We need you. <laughs> I swore I'd never write League lore again. <laughs> But then he gets killed on his last job right. writing legal lore. Cogma's lore. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Right? I'm not. <laughs> I don't think Cogma's lore is worth Anthony Birch's mm. life. <laughs> well, not yet. It's not. <laughs> Once he rewrites it, we'll see. All right, all right. I think we're done with Cogma. Who am I rewriting for the mouth of the void? What? No, it's the mouth of the abyss. <laughs> First thing I'm changing. <laughs> right. Okay. But yeah, I think we're done. We're good. That was Kogma. Yay. Um, we post these on YouTube, and John has some parody songs there, and we're on Twitter, at Loreheads. You can also find us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Loreheads. We usually stream Saturdays. We're going to try to stream during the day more when possible. Um, EST. And then John does TFT streams on Monday, like 7 o'clock Eastern Standard yeah, Time. Yeah, I usually do them around 7. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be attempting to chronicle my climb to what I hope is diamond. (laughs) Yeah. And we have, oh, a Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. And a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons, Jeremy Rich, King of Hearts, and Mylect. You are all awesome. Just the best. (laughs) Just class acts all around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, thanks, y'all. Really appreciate it. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. You're all super neato. Yeah. And be sure to join us next week, because we are done with the Ks, everybody. Fuck yeah. Oh, fucking fuck. did what a, it. Made it through. What a one to end on, right? Just a whimper. Oh, I Same. know, right? <laughs> the growl of a lonely cogma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we will be kicking off the L's with the Deceiver LeBlanc. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.